Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Deep in the back of your mind, you've always had the feeling that there's something strange about reality. There is. Cyranoid. Death mushroom. Nanoparticle. Mechanical messiah. Fist punch evolution. On our award-winning science podcast, Stuff to Blow Your Mind, we examine neurological quandaries, cosmic mysteries, evolutionary marvels, and our transhuman future. New episodes come out Tuesdays and Thursdays on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcast. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey there, Brain Stuff. I'm Christian Sager. Have you ever had one of those days where you think to yourself, that is it. I'm going to go and build a doomsday machine to destroy the world just like all those supervillains in the movies. If so, it turns out you're not alone. See, sometime during the Cold War, the USSR had the same idea. They built a real-life doomsday device, something that could destroy most of civilization. And the creepiest thing of all is that it might still be around today. Let's move on since we don't know how long we have until the world ends. 
This all started back during the Cold War, which took place roughly from the late 1940s to 1991. Tensions between the U.S. and the Soviet Union, the world's greatest superpowers, were high, and each country continually provoked the other. In the 1980s, the U.S. elected Ronald Reagan as president. Believing that a show of strength would increase Western leverage with the Soviet Union, the Reagan administration expanded the U.S. nuclear arsenal and built a space-based missile shield called the Strategic Defense Initiative, or as its critics like to call it, Star Wars. This was meant to show that the U.S. was not afraid of entering a catastrophic nuclear war with Russia. But it worked a little too well, because the USSR assumed the U.S. was actually planning to begin a nuclear war. With mobile nukes in submarines and an orbiting system to deflect Soviet missiles, these these are ICBMs or intercontinental ballistic missiles, the U.S. would be less likely to take the full brunt of a Soviet retaliation. This meant that in a matter of as little as 10 to 15 minutes, the Soviet Union could be reduced to ashes, radiation, and corpses. Moscow's brightest minds flew into overtime. The details are sketchy, but historians currently believe they brought their answer online around 1985. It's called Mertvaya Ruka, or the Dead Hand, at least informally. Dead Hand is the pet name for a monstrous thing known as Perimeter. Perimeter, when it was first built, was a network linking all of the Soviet Union's nuclear weapons to one machine. And it ensured that the country could always respond to any nuclear strike, even if the Soviet government had just been bombed out of existence. Now, this is scary stuff, right? What we know about it today is largely based on interviews with former Soviet officials, investigations by nuclear experts such as the Brookings Institution's Bruce G. Blair, and cryptic, open, secret-esque statements by Russian officials. Now, the good news first. It's not one big red button in some bunker somewhere. The local security guard can't have a bad day playing Angry Birds and then just destroy the world. Here's here's how we think it works. Perimeter spends most of its time in a dormant phase, and it's only switched on by officials in a state of emergency. Once activated, it stays active for 15 minutes before automatically shutting down. During this time, the system monitors the country through various arrays of radiation, seismic, and air pressure sensors. According to David Hoffman, author of The Dead Hand, The Untold Story of the Cold War Arms Race and Its Dangerous Legacy, three officers sit in the remote heart of Perimeter, a sphere-shaped fortified bunker deep underground. The system had several stages— Perimeter would monitor the sensors for signs of a nuclear attack on Russian soil and also attempt to confirm communication with the National Command Authority. If there's no communication with military command and the sensors indicate there has been an attack, then the system grants the ability to launch to anyone who happens to be in the room. If the people or person in the room do decide to proceed, the perimeter launches four small command missiles that fly across the country, activating all available nuclear weapons, including those on submarines. There are no public indications that the dead hand has ever been activated, though it has been used extensively in war games. However, there's one big question left. Is it still around today? People argue back and forth on this one. Many signs seem to indicate 
Yes. Or at least part of it exists. And if so, it may be more dangerous than before due to Russia's loss of key early warning satellites. When Blair brought this to the attention of the U.S. public in 1993, many government officials were highly skeptical. Sure, they said it's possible, but who would do it? Russian officials never confirmed the existence of the perimeter system. What we know comes from interviews with former officials and advisors. And in 2011, the then commander of the Russian Strategic Missile Forces confirmed at least part of its existence, that being the communication system, to a Russian newspaper. Check out the BrainStuff channel on YouTube. And for more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.